from New Country 1031. It's the Tim and Chelsea podcast. Now I can listen to it on podcast so I can listen anytime I want. Wait, they've got a podcast now? Hey, everybody, and thank you once again for listening. It is a uh, new episode of the Tim and Chelsea podcast. We really appreciate you guys uh, downloading and uh, hitting the subscribe button. My name is Tim Leary. That is Chelsea. Hello. And over there, our producer, Garrett. Hi. Now, uh, we were talking today about, obviously, the uh, Tiger Woods accident out in Southern California um, and the fact that he's, bless you. Thank you. The fact that uh, he's alive, he's sustained injuries, but, yeah. I mean, what a horrific accident. Terrible, right? When you saw, like, when it was breaking yesterday, you and I were texting about it back and forth, and you just see those pictures, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, it just, it looks crazily so much worse than it ended up being. I know he's still, you know, having major leg and ankle surgery, but honestly, I think he's so lucky. Right, the fact that he's alive. Coherent, responding when they got to the vehicle, that he's alive, that no one else was was badly injured. I mean, just lucky all around. Well, have you ever been in an accident that brutal? Um, no. I really, honestly, like, thankfully, I really have not. Um, I only have, like, one thing happen to me when I was in high school. Um, I was pulling out of my high school drive. And you know, like when you were one of those kids, like you kind of like are putting your high, your seatbelt on as you're pulling as out you're the leaving, car line. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I was like fifth or sixth in car line that day, leaving my school, and so I had time to like put my seatbelt on and like get situated. And I went to turn, so I was like third or fourth coming out. Like I wasn't the first car; we had a crossing sure. guard who let us out. And um, I come out of my school, and an elderly gentleman. It was this was on a one a in Vero. Blew past my crossing guard. Thankfully, right. he didn't hit my crossing ooh, guard, ooh, ooh. but hit me. Um, so he hit me. My car was like totaled, um, and I landed right in front of a tree. Like I hit a tree, but like didn't hit. Like I landed right in front of the tree. Right. But had I not been wearing a seatbelt, I would have gone through the front window for sure and probably hit this damn tree. Um, so that was the only things that were happening to me. And then they put in a, a stoplight after that. So now I always call that the you know the Chelsea, Chelsea light. Taylor stop. Chelsea Taylor stoplight. Wow. So now I school is stoplight. Yeah. And you stopped just before the tree. I stopped just. Yeah. He nailed me. He got out of the car and he was bleeding like everywhere. <gasps> and I was totally fine. Um, I had my seatbelt on. So he hit me. I spun, hit the tree on the si- other side of the road. Right. And that was at me, but I was fine. Like I got out of the vehicle, no problem. And but he was he still was scary though. He like hit his knees like all up on his dashboard. Uh. Um. So, yeah, it was, but still, yeah, really very, very scary. Because, like I said, could have ended very differently. I couldn't have had my seatbelt on, could have gone through the front windshield of the tree. But other than that, like, thankfully, like, nothing. Uh, Gary, have you, have you been in an accident like that? No, actually, I've never. Like, the worst accident I've ever been in has just been, like, you know, people ramming into my back or, you yeah. know, or, fender, like, fender, the one okay. time I I hit somebody in the back when I was driving and I didn't stop in time. But never anything major. My brother has. He had, um, he and my grandmother at the time were, driving home um and somebody pulled out in front of them and they t-boned them and the person they hit died unfortunately because it was on their driver's side um and my grandma broke both of her wrists and her ankles my brother i think it was dislocated his shoulder and it was i mean it was a rough accident and they had to go through physical therapy to get you know my grandmother all you know fine again and and back to where she could walk and use her hands like normal but i mean i i haven't had that luckily any of those experiences but i've had no, to have that kind of like as a second hand experience with family yeah, with family dang that's scary yeah i mean they they the car that she that the other person was driving apparently she was driving while 
you know, having been drunk and uh, they had airlift her out to try and save her. It didn't work. Um, but like her car was basically like, like in half because my grandmother yeah. drove like a van. My grandfather was in a wheel, a wheelchair at the time. So they right. had one of those vans that had the kind of like the fold out um, ramps for you to get in. Yeah, sure. And so, I mean, it was a big vehicle that she ran into what was this little like, I think it was like a Honda Civic and it was, it completely crushed the side of it. So it was, I mean, it was scary to to be part of that from the outside looking in. I can't imagine having actually been part of it. Dang. Um, Because I, when I saw the story yesterday, I froze because I mean, I, I have been in an accident like that. Um, and you know how? You know how you saw the pictures of yeah. the of the car and everything. You said, "Wow, that looks violent." Um, it is every bit as violent as it looks. Um, I was I was doing the show and I was in uh, Providence, and uh, it was any random February morning. It wasn't snowing or anything like that. It was just a cold New England morning, and I was on my way into work. I was on speakerphone with a producer, and. Um, um, I, I was not speeding, doing anything. And I was going from one highway onto another. So it was just a, a merging yeah. on-ramp. And uh, I looked down and in front of me, all of the, uh, the road shined. It was yeah. like, it was like somebody just cleaned it with Windex. Ice. And it, yeah, it's called black ice yeah. because the, the ice freezes so clear that y- you can't really see that you're going onto ice. Yeah. And I went, oh shit. And, and at that point, the the ve- I lost control of the vehicle. I was driving a Pathfinder. It spun. It did three sixties into the guardrail three times. Mm. So like it was like it was bouncing off the guardrail. Yeah. And then it uh it it slid in such a way that it ended up rolling over. And I rolled over three times. Jeez, three that times. Is violent. And well, put it this way, I you know people had asked people asked me um. You know, afterwards, I'm like, oh my god, did you you know black out or anything like that? And I'm like, no, I saw yeah. every piece of glass go by my face. Yeah. Um, and and I came it, and it finally came to a stop, and it was it actually the 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 SUV had made it like three quarters of the way down the ramp, and it was jackknifed. So I'm hanging upside down by my seatbelt, and I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I got to get out of here. Yeah. If somebody comes and hits me. If somebody comes around, I'm a dead man. Yeah. And so I, I unbuckled myself from the seat. I fell to the ceiling of the of the of the van or the SUV rather, and I looked out my driver's side, and I, it was the it had been crushed. Yeah. Like I couldn't. I, there's no way I was going to get out that. So I looked over to the passenger side, and I could crawl out that. And I had I had boots on. Yeah. And so I kicked the window out, and I crawled up out of the SUV made sure that there was no traffic. And then I walked up onto the grassy embankment and I just kind of stood there for a second. And a truck driver had seen the flip and the roll and everything like that. He went down one exit, turned around and came back to, to, you know, to help. help. And I'm standing there and he had gotten out of his truck. It was a rig and he got out of his truck and he's like, he goes, Oh my God, how are you? How are you even standing? Let alone alive. Bleeding? I'll get to that in a second. This this is insane. And he and I said, I, I don't know. He goes, I saw that. He goes, that's the most violent thing I've ever seen in my life. And what was interesting is like when I when I let myself go from the this is how bad it was, when I let myself go on from the seatbelt, 
I had a ski rack on top, which was now in the front seat, maybe a half foot from my face. And um, the, 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 the sparks were so white, I can't even describe the shade of white. Um, police were on scene, uh, everything like that. And uh, when they flipped the, the SUV back over, it, it kind of looked like somebody took an empty milk carton and crushed it. That was, that was my car. And so they, so they took me to the hospital. I was in shock. All right. And no I think this is what happened. Like, cause Tiger was coherent and he yeah, was talking, sure. but he was trying adrenaline. Right. Yeah. Because they go, Hey, get into the back of the ambulance. And I go, yeah, I go, hold on a second. And I went to the back of the SUV. I opened it up and I grabbed the diaper bag and the, uh, and the stroller. Cause I mean, the kids were itty bitty. Right. But the kids hadn't used the stroller in like two years. It was just back there. I had never cleaned it out. But I, I grabbed I grabbed a stroller and a diaper bag just because I thought I had to bring it home for the kids. But the kids are like four and five now. I mean, they were they were older, obviously. Went to the hospital. They gave me a thorough top-to-bottom scan. I I wasn't injured, bruised. I didn't I got one little cut, maybe a quarter inch on one of my knuckles. No other. Glass, like nothing. nothing. No cuts. That's crazy. All right. What, what was even weirder is, so obviously I didn't do the show. I went home, and, and Karen and I were just talking at the breakfast table, and something had been just bugging my eye. I'm like, geez, hold on, because I don't wear contacts or anything. So I went to the bathroom, and I pulled down my my uh, lid. How much does Garrett hate this part of the story? I'm, I'm bracing already. And I went like this, and I turned it out. I had a chunk of glass <sighs> this big. That had been floating around in my eye for like yeah. two hours. Jeez. They didn't cut it up and like my eye wasn't it. even red. What the? Yeah, that's crazy. And and here's the thing. And I will maintain this. Until Are you the, sure you're not like Luke Cage? You're like a superhero. Well, you yeah, well that's Karen's like maybe. Try? Let's all take a bat to Tim. See what happens. <laughs> well, yeah, like because Karen goes, maybe you're a superhero. I'm like, what? I can take a beating man. You're like, like Bruce Willis and Unbreakable. Yeah. You're just unbreakable. Yeah. He so and he was fine. I I had he no. High there was no whiplash. There was nothing. Absolutely nothing. And the weirdest part was is that, and I will say this until I step off the earth, if I hadn't been wearing a seatbelt that day, uh, Karen would have been a widow and the kids would have no dad because two weeks later, I was on the air and a traffic report came in. There was a girl who was driving her car. The exact same spot was not wearing her seatbelt and she got thrown from the car. like, why do you not ever wear your seatbelt? To me, it just makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, just but, wear the flippin' seatbelt. But I mean, it to go through something like that is like one of the most violent, horrific things that you. I mean, it was like, it was like time stood still, but you saw everything in fast, if, yeah. it like fast forward. It was, it was yeah. really, really bizarre. Um, it, you know, it's one of those things. They flipped the car. It, 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 they flipped the car back over, and there was just a big Tim imprint because yes. he's unbreakable, man. Yes. Well, no, they flip the car back over and like all the glasses falling and stuff's falling off the car. And I go, hey, I just had that washed. And they're like, are you seriously like, joking? This guy is a really weird, weird. You, you know what? He does have head trauma. Let's get him. Do I, you have pictures of what the car looked like? Uh, Maybe somewhere. Maybe so. It was, it was, I mean, obviously it was scrapped on, you know, the guy from the insurance company came over and just went, yeah, that's done. I mean, we can fix this. It was like, cause the windshield. It had it, it. It was now like it was at an angle, like crushed in, um, and so it, I guess I was really, I was very fortunate 
to be able to exit the vehicle. Yeah. Like through the through the passenger window. Um, but it was that that is probably the most horrific experience. I would be so scared to drive after. It would take me a while. But you gotta do it. I mean you gotta Well, I know you but I mean you still gotta you still gotta survive. I mean, you could start biking places. <laughs> I'm not biking to a radio station in New England in the yeah. dead of February. I work from home for a bit. <laughs> and this is before you could hook up your your house to a studio. Um, well, have you ever had anything that scarred you? Um, it's like I feel like stuff that scarred me. Well, I have a flight experience that scarred me, and then other stuff that's like happened to other people has scarred me. Um, I mean, I've told you guys this all the time. The like flying, I used to love to fly. I used to fly all the time. Fly everywhere. And then one summer, my junior year of high school, we were on our way back flying from the Bahamas. We were on a charter plane. with It was just my parents and my best friend and myself at the time. And, like, you're right. Like, everything that's happening, you can remember. Like, I was doing my summer reading. I was sitting there, and I was, like, reading my summer reading. I was, like, reading a book. And it just got really, really dark really, really fast. And we were in the middle of a storm. Like, we were completely boxed in a storm, though. And we were still like an hour away from Fort Pierce, which is they where flew we flew into away. the storm. There was nowhere to go. We couldn't turn around. Like turning behind us, there was a storm behind us. Like literally, the guy, the pilot's radar was just red. Like the whole thing was just. And red. he said, "Let's go for it." And he's just like, "We don't really have a choice." Can he's you go like, up above it? Couldn't go up above it. Like tried to go up above it. There was just nothing. Like there was nothing we could do. Uh. So it was it was a mess. Um, we were like dropping, losing altitude all over the place. Um. We got struck by lightning, fried all of his stuff, uh, and he looked at my dad, the pilot, looked at my dad who was sitting in the co-pilot seat and said, I don't think we're going to make it. So that, when your pilot like loses all faith in himself, you're not super, When your pilot says we ain't going to pull this when off. When your pilot's like, I don't think we're going to make this, um, and my dad like literally like had to like coach this guy through, like, we're going to be fine, like, it's going to be fine, like, just keep going. Does your dad fly? No, but my dad like, you know, just is like a motivational speaker type person, like, you got this. Um, <laughs> it's going to be fine. You got this. You can do it. You sure as crap going to fly this sucker? Yeah, so my dad was like completely composed. This guy was a disaster, and- and I was in the back with my mom and my and my my mom and my best friend, like saying goodbye to each other. It oh. sucked. It really sucked. It sucked, flat out loud, um, to the point and where. How long did you have to go? Still, an hour. We were like an hour. I mean, it was like we were like 15 minutes into this flight, and it was like we had a while to go. So it was tough. Holy crap. Um, and then we got. We finally like made it. We did make it, which is awesome in itself. Um, we made it. Uh, little private airport here, like in Fort Pierce. And I have pictures of when we got out of the plane kissing the ground. Like my best friend and I were like kissing the ground. And it was weird. I'd never had any bad flight experiences before that. I'd flown all over and um, I did not fly. So that was my junior year in high school. I, I like, it really messed me up. I didn't fly very much. And I even like in college, we were going to Colorado and I decided that was way too far of a flight for me to be on. I I drove. Did you Colorado. go to the Bahamas every summer though? Yeah. What? And now like now like I I like legit have like I have tapes I listen not tapes but at the time they were tapes. Um I have like hypno I've been to I have been to hypnotherapy for it. I've been to hypnosis for it. I used to go to hypnosis like an actual person all the time you, for it. Somebody's actually been inside that thing? Uh-huh. Oh yep. man. Just for the fear of flying. And now they're in therapy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's got to be a dark she place. Because she was like, well, damn, <laughs> she, uh, I'm maxed out on the hours. She's now an accountant. Yeah, exactly. 
And um, I have like apps that I listen to. So yeah, I'm still not, a, I'm not a good flyer anymore. Like it ruined me for sure. I have to be like pretty, pretty sedated with the alcohol. So if we ever have to go to a oh, I'm drunk country drunk. event yeah, together, drunk. you'll be hammered. Will, yeah. will you be all right once you're hammered? Oh yeah, no, I'm good. I'm a really good drunk. I mean, okay. you can ask anybody. <laughs> CRS, like, flying, like, I mean... Because I don't want to like, be on a plane with you and all of a sudden you get drunk and psycho. Oh, no, no, I'm a blast. I am really fun to travel with, actually. You can ask my husband, like, or Sammy, who we used to work with. Like, I would go to, like, CRS, Nashville. Xanax, Bloody Mary's, Bonko, let's do it. I'm very <laughs> Pretty fun. sure that you're not supposed to mix those. I'm very fun. Um, so, yeah. Have you good. met her? Yeah, all good. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it's a rough one. Well, I, rough could, one. I can understand why that would have scarred It's tough, you too, her. when you have kids... Now I have kids, and I try to, like, keep it together for, like, them and act like, like, oh, it's fine. This is amazing. I, dude, I had the same. I'm having I, the best I, time ever. I'm I fine. had a fear of flying because we went into, we had to land in Newark one time, and I looked down the fuselage of the plane, and it was, like, straight, like, nose going to the ground. Yeah. And I'm like, why are we at this angle? Why yeah. am I at the top of the plane? And we, yeah. at the last second, we went, and, and I couldn't board a plane for a long time. Um, and it wasn't until the kids got here that I, that, you know, because when you have kids, you're a pack mule and you're bringing all, you're so concerned with getting all their crap onto the plane that you just kind of lose track of everything. And you have to travel, you know, you gotta do it. So, but, but uh, I've never had a pilot go, we're not going to make it. Okay, everybody, let's uh, wrap it up here. Cause uh, I know. And we're, I think we're going to the Bahamas next weekend. And it doesn't matter how many times, like, I do that flight now. It's just, like, and it's the shortest flight you'll ever do. But you're just still the whole time just, like, ugh. Well, we're in South Florida, so how long does it take to get from an hour? It's literally, like, 40 minutes. Are you hammered for the hour flight? Yes. (laughs) I fly out next Friday, and I will start drinking in the car when I leave here. Maybe in the 9 o'clock hour. Maybe you shouldn't say that on a podcast. (laughs) I will start drinking in the 9 o'clock hour or when I leave here. No, I'm I'm saying the phrase. I'm gonna start drinking in the car in an Uber. In an, <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer: I will have a driver that day. As long as we say that. Yeah. All right, that is it for us, uh, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Tim and Chelsea podcast. We really, really appreciate all the support. Thank you for uh, downloading the episode and hitting the subscribe button. But most of all, thank you very much for spreading the word uh, to all your friends to check out the Tim and Chelsea podcast. Everybody stay safe. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you later. Bye. The Tim and Chelsea podcast. I could download it. We should binge it. If you want more Tim and Chelsea, catch them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on the app. Streaming at newcountry1031.com or on your radio in South Florida at 103.1. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. 
And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.